Hello and welcome to the Insurance Innovators podcast. My name's Gian Heyer and I'm coming to you with a series of exclusive interviews recorded on-site at our Insurance Innovators Fraud and Claims event in London. Over the course of this series, our amazing set of speakers will be sharing insights on everything from claims inflation to the insurance of automated vehicles. To kick off, we're delving deep into the topic of AI, automation, and the human touch. I was lucky to have a brilliant conversation on the topic with Neve McConville, the head of claims operations at Generali. With ChatGPT currently at the top of everyone's mind, I asked Neve about the potential of generative AI to transform claims and fraud departments and whether empathetic AI will become a reality in claims. Stick around to also hear Neve's thoughts on where AI currently falls short and how she expects the role of a claims handler to change with further development of AI and automation. For now, I'll hand over to myself at Insurance Innovators Fraud and Claims with Neve McConville. I'm here at Insurance Innovators Fraud and Claims with Neve McConville, the head of claims operations at Generali. Welcome, please tell me a little bit more about what you do. Hi, so um, yes, I'm Neve McConville. I am the head of claims operations and slightly longer title that I've got is technical support and parametric claims added onto that as well. Um, so within Generali, we are a corporate and commercial insurer and mainly specializing in multinational business. So my role within that is that I will actually help with the multinational side, making sure that we're seeing things across from property and casualty quite smoothly. I work across all lines of business with MI reporting, process improvements, and then the parametric claims as well. Well, brilliant. Just to kind of kick off the conversation, within automation, the field of automation at the moment, a big topic is the rise of ChatGPT. So I was wondering, following the launch of ChatGPT, how could generative AI continue to transform claim and fraud departments from your perspective? Yeah, so I think it's really interesting because this tool's actually been talked a lot about today in other discussions um, from a variety of different people, talking about the pros and cons with it. And I actually thought when I was looking at this and researching into it, I would go look at the tool. I've heard about it, but I've not used it myself. So initially what I decided to do was actually take this exact question and put it in and see what it will tell me and see if I could just actually do a really easy podcast session where I didn't have to think and it would think for me. It's completely wrong. So instead of it coming up with an answer, it actually came up with an error occurred. No answer, just an error occurred. It pointed to me in the direction of a help desk and then asked me to provide feedback. I thought this was fascinating and just a really good sort of standpoint for AI itself and how it's developing and working because this is such a large tool that has been greatly talked up and everyone's like, wow, it's so incredible. But yet it's still failed and it still needed needs human interaction with it. So the point from an insurance perspective is that you know, we will want to take these tools in as well. We want to develop them, but we need to understand that it's not always going to work perfectly. There's going to potentially be kicks in it. Um, we're going to need people who actually understand how to use it and how to fix it. Um, and we're going to have to get people to provide feedback so that we can learn. And I'm not sure exactly why it failed. It may have been just an error on the day where something in the system went down. Or maybe it just doesn't like insurance and has never had anyone asking an insurance question before. And it's actually looking, needs to collate more data. So it might be that actually I ask it this Friday and it has a complete answer for me. But I thought it was really interesting just from that perspective of AI currently. Um, so generative AI and insurance then definitely has its place, but I think in AI and the whole generative is quite far more advanced than maybe where we're at currently. Um, I think what's interesting with 
be in the future is that actually if we can take it and try and sort of mould it so it can show us full pictures of things and like actually a bigger landscape instead of just point decisions as some of um, the suppliers here today were talking about we'll actually be able to like pull in information say if it was a motor accident for example it could be that we have the GPS location of it and we have the time of day that it was at and this AI product could actually build a full like visual representation of what happened based on the weather conditions, based on the time of the day with the traffic that was there at that sort of time period so we could really see what was going on and I personally think that's actually like quite fascinating. It will help with the liability decisions. I don't think the tool should actually be making the liability decisions. I think we still need that human two cents check it and just sort of provide that last statement. Whether that's correct and actually is just a sort of a like a fable of like human mind of being like oh it's not completely there yet. It might change in a number of years, um, but then also from the rise of GPT in general, AI in general, what well, I think potential issue is that there could be more fraudulent claims out of it. You could have this really fancy piece of technology that actually can produce all these circumstances that really look so highly sophisticated that we can't tell the difference in. You know that they're trying to make sure that you can tell if something's been created by by um. AI or not, but there could be people who work around that, who know that, so just from an insurance point of view, who covers that and what liability is that, and I think that's where it's a fascinating tool and generative AI should be brought into insurance, but very slowly and developed. That is super interesting, especially the idea that you had to put that into ChatGPT to see whether it would work, and I mean, clearly it didn't, but um, I mean, this is a pretty interesting question following on from that, actually. Do, do you think that empathetic AI will ever become a reality in claims or, or is that something that you just, just don't think will happen? So I think empathy in claims is so important, um, especially for retail personal lines, SME business, because you're dealing with people who entrusted you with either the life, their car, something that's really valuable to them. Do you know, we need to make sure that we have that human touch. Um, so empathy is really important. And there's definitely a place for AI in the sense of it can really speed up processes, it can make them cleaner, make better decisions. Um, so there's definitely of that. Do I think AI can really be empathetic towards them? I think currently, no. Um, and I think that because if you actually look at it from Google and Alexa that are so widely available, getting tons and tons of data in them to learn and to sort of figure out how they should be talking to people again. There's actually studies that compare those AI systems to alexithymia, which is um, a situation it's a, without a psychology degree, but I'm not a psychologist. Um, so to put it bluntly, in a sense like this, it's when a, an individual is not actually able to understand emotions, so they, they lack empathy. So they compare Alexa to alexithymia because they don't have this. But yet you would think these tools that are getting thousands of people using them every day, asking so many questions and sort of situations, they should be learning that, they should know how it's going. And they're not there yet. So I think in insurance, it's any AI tools that we have are gonna get far less information than what those tools will. Um, so it will take a lot longer in time for it to actually build up that empathy and actually be able to understand and process emotions. Now, saying that, I still think that we should be working towards it. I don't think we should cut it off completely that AI will never do empathetic responses. I think we should be like, yes, we can use it, but it will be a number of years time. So while you've got handlers who are actually talking and having those conversations and being human with the claimant, 
there's also a way of picking up that information of how they've responded and putting it in AI so it can learn. Um, so I think we're very far away off, but I don't think we should avoid it at all. I mean, that, that's super interesting. And then just to kind of wrap up the conversation and touching on a few of the things that you've, you've said as well, how do you think moving forward the role and the skill of a claims handler is set to change as AI and automation improves as we hope it will? Yep, so I think some organisations are actually working on this currently um, and it will depend on the size of the organisation. If they're quite large, they're probably more lucky to be able to actually have the resource to be able to do this and it's maybe where my thought processes have come from. Um, and I actually think that they'll produce three segments of roles. Um, all under claims handlers and I think that they should sit within the claims teams but they're looking at quite different things. So you will have the human touch handlers um, customer service providers, people who do have that empathy, who can talk to people, who can take the information from the AI, um, from the data that's telling us and relate it back to a human and have that conversation. Then I think in between that, you'll have the bot slash AI handler. So these are people who aren't going to actually be talking to any claimants. They're not going to have that interaction at all. Their role is to look at the claims, bots and AIs to understand what's it doing well, what it could actually improve on. Um, I think the benefit of having that in your organisation embedded in is the fact that it will know the nuances of your business, whether you are multinational, whether you're personal lines, they will understand how these bots should actually be working. Um, and it should allow us to have um, faster upgrades in the bots and everything working on the end. And then the final layer is you'll have your technical claims handlers, as I've kind of described them. Um, and they're going to understand through the policy, they're going to understand the legal side, so maybe they've got a law background um, and claim scenarios. So they're going to be looking at those very complex claims and working through them. While saying this, they're going to sit in one element, but what they should be doing is actually feeding in information, feeding in data into those bot AI handlers, who are then going to be able to actually automate some of their processes so that, again, they're able to streamline what they're looking at so they can be more and more specialised in one area. Um, ideally you'd love to have someone who can do all of that it's unrealistic it's not the way things are going um, but we should always be wary that what people are learning we should actually give them an opportunity to sit in with the other teams to understand what their frustrations are understand how they're trying to improve stuff so um, it's definitely still one team and one department just slightly different specializations in what they're looking at brilliant thank you so much for, for joining us that was really interesting i know i personally have learned a lot from that as well Thank you and have a great rest of your time here at Fraud and Claims. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on AI, automation and the human touch with Neve McConville. As I mentioned, I learned a lot from that conversation, so I hope you found it just as insightful. Over the coming months, I'll be bringing you even more exclusive interviews, not only from our Insurance Innovators Fraud and Claims event, but also from our Nordics and USA events. So stay tuned for more insights from our brilliant speakers. This has been the Insurance Innovators podcast, bringing the future of insurance directly to you. Until next time.